0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Madman Recap. My name is Paul, your host, coming to you high atop the Brooklyn Studios in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. I have with me, as always, the co-host of the year. I don't know if if, if everyone knows this, but John actually won this. Um, uh, Dr. John in Columbus, Ohio, the, the doctor.
1: It was a beautiful trophy.
0: Yeah. What did that look like? Just small. Oh, <laughs> small but well done. Yes. Yes. Was it gold uh, at all?
1: What was the material? Uh, no, this was more of a just a, a shimmery bronze. They um they dipped it in something, and handed it out. So, but
0: okay. Uh, none of that made sense. John, it is uh it is a beautiful uh spring evening here in uh here in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, how are things there in uh, Columbus, Ohio? Because the I know rain people are finally let up. Oh yeah.
1: It's been pounding in here with a lot of uh, tornado warnings. Yeah. Nothing nothing bad hitting uh, greater central Ohio, but a lot of heavy rain, and we're glad to see that come to an end at least for a little bit. John, not a lot of people know this, um, uh, but a- as, you,
0: as you may have heard, um, there have been several tornadoes around. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. you know that? Oh, yeah, bad a lot stuff. Of, a lot of people thought it, you know, it was a sign of the end of the world, uh, not me. Um, but I did find out whose fault they are. Yeah. January Jones. Ah, oh. She did. It's all, I don't know how she does it. Somehow she conjures up the spirits of
1: wind and force and uh, apparently hates the Midwest. And I would have thought that all would have gotten passed on to the warlock, Baby Jean.
0: No, I said January Jones. Right. Yeah, no, I'm talking real life. Oh. (laughs) But as you know, as you know, uh, John, uh, January Jones is uh, pregnant, out of wedlock. Not an important thing. I just thought I'd throw it in there. Uh, And (laughs) and uh, and there also are rumors, I saw in People Magazine earlier in the week, that, that this baby will be a warlock, though. Oh, that was in People? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Front. I, was, I believe it was the cover. Front, front cover of People Magazine, uh, January Jones Pregnant with a Warlock. Are you sure that wasn't the paper? You mean the weekly world news, John? No, no, no. Batboy was not. Batboy was not uh, on that uh, cover. So I'm pretty sure it was uh, People Magazine, which is where I get all my news.
1: Well, let's let's just get right on into this.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Was that
1: too much? Was that too much banter at the top of the show for you, John? No, no. Two minutes forty five seconds. Right on the mark.
0: <laughs> just enough. <laughs> what are we doing here this this evening? I I, I forgot why we're here.
1: Uh, we're, we're, uh, a quarter of the way into episode, or season three, episode four, The Arrangements. Ooh. Ooh. I'd like to say that can mean multiple things, but really, just arranging for a funeral. Oh. Oh, way to spoil it. Spoiler alert. Oh, right. You know, Sorry. You know, no, it's okay. Sorry. It's for okay. Those, just for those of you watching along.
0: For the first time ever, even <laughs> if you're not French, you might as well stop listening. Uh because john just john just took a john dump on the episode but that's all right we'll still go through it even though it makes no sense now john it turns out um even though i didn't know why we were here uh that i did learn uh uh three three things from this episode
1: in the face of the world ending the fact that you're focused on your education inspires
0: number one john uh we meet we meet a lovely uh young man in this episode named ho ho uh, and just like him, I believe we're all concerned that Patchy may catch too many balls in the face.
1: Oh, highlight, highlight high, lie, high lie balls.
0: Oh, yo, yeah, of course. I mean, yes. You know, that was one of those things that uh, uh, when rewatching the show, uh, I, of course, that joke uh, I did not catch the first time, um, but brilliantly written. Uh, and the second time I laughed like an <laughs> idiot, like an idiot. Like a slow fifth grader. That's how much I laughed. Uh, n- number, t- number two, John. Uh, here, here on the show, a lot of times I learn instructional things, and uh, number num- number two is as such. Uh, it is simple instructions for coming out of the closet, John. First, reenact any Anne Margaret scene, preferably the one from Bye Bye Birdie. Second, do that instead of having sexy times with your wife, and repeat.
1: Oh, I think, I think, uh, I think that was also in people. with, <laughs> so, You know how 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 to open the closet door. Oh, I I no,
0: I, John, I was I was specifically um, referring to 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 acknowledging uh, of being homosexual.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay.
0: Which we fully support here on the show.
1: Yes, yes. Embrace. We are
0: the. <laughs> we're happy to be the gayest madman podcast on the internet. oh that's not true I've heard the other shows number three uh, not for nothing John but in this episode Bobby wears and in quotes a dead man's hat you do the math again foreshadowing John if I'm not mistaken
1: foreshadowing the dead man being Bobby
0: yes John because Bobby has the unique ability to change forms and shapes like a shapeshifter and or be replaced after death
1: and I, I just figured that we were right around Bobby number 9 <laughs>
0: is that where is that where this episode uh, uh shows up uh, you know i've always i've always said uh, throughout our entire uh our, our entire broadcast uh, that 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 Bobby is my favorite um character
1: I, I think he has more speaking lines in this episode than he ever has
0: and gets yelled at more for them <laughs> <laughs> but John, let's just jump right in. Why don't you would, would you ease me into this? It's warm in the it's warm in the studios, and I just need to be eased in today. Yeah,
1: sure, we can e- we we actually ease in with with Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, we have both Bobby and Sally and Grandpa Gene. We're going to school. It's it's school time. It's time to take the kids to learn and and get educated. And instead of Grandpa Gene doing that himself, he's actually letting little uh, little Sally. What do you, what do you think Sally is right now? Nine. Nine?
0: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> sure
1: something like that so they're off and and she's behind the wheel yeah and grandpa's uh you know grandpa's trying to teach her he's like we're gonna take up the speed waves the other car to go by
0: yeah um i'd like to say this uh grandpa Jean's yelling voice yeah is magnificent
1: yeah it's forceful but not you know condescending
0: it's forceful and frightening <laughs> go ahead
1: um but, you know, I think this is, uh, you know, they, they've done a good job of this the last couple episodes, and I think they really try and just bury this home about their relationship and his, uh, you know, his 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 positive attitude towards Sally, uh, his very encouraging attitude towards her, and really the only person we've ever seen Sally have any kind of a bond with in the show.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, well, sure. Um, John, to, to this point. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Uh Bobby's in the back seat, uh uh frightened for his life, obviously. because um, <laughs> he could die at any moment and be replaced. Uh we then uh move on to um Peggy's uh uh sister's home in Brooklyn.
1: Yes, yes, Anita.
0: Yes. Uh I like her sister. Yeah,
1: now I, I are we already
0: so. pat see you know, John, I'm real confused 'cause right right now we're floating in kind of a madman limbo. Um my, my my brain can't quite place where i'm at there's no there's no ground you know there's no up there's no down we're kind of in the middle of this whole series right mm-hmm. now are we past the times when her sister had gotten angry at her because there was a time when the relationship was a little uh a little tense yes are we past that yeah. or are we before that
1: yeah no we're we're past that we're past that that's that was all baby stuff okay and that was all end of season two okay stuff so okay. yes yeah yeah we're, uh-huh. we're past all that
0: Uh, Peggy here is, uh, is sick and tired of being sick and tired of, uh, commuting to Manhattan, which I don't understand, uh, (laughs) as a commuter, as, as a commuter that does the exact commute that she does. Uh,
1: uh,
0: I guess it might, well, she says it takes her two hours there and back.
1: No, an hour each way.
0: Oh, an hour each way. Yeah. I guess guess that's about right. That's what you do. I'm a little under an hour,
1: but, uh, but,
0: oh, okay. She just needs to toughen up.
1: Well, no, you, to be fair, you don't really uh, have the hose ripped up by this. But well, you don't sit down.
0: I do. I do sometimes.
1: Oh, you do? I thought you I said do. there were no seats.
0: No, never. But uh, in the evening, some, You know, I'd, sometimes I work a little later. Sometimes, okay. uh, Or you go in a little earlier. You can okay. snag a seat. I like to push a pregnant woman down and uh, take a seat.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's Betty, clear, Betty, that's, Betty's rubbing off on you. That's
0: clearly a joke. That's clearly. I would never do that. Um, but uh, yeah, well, anyway, Peggy, she's done all the math, John. She's done all the calculations. It turns out it's not in her best interest to not live in Manhattan. And clearly, John, she's a single lady. Uh, she's, 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 she's she's taken a sledgehammer to the glass ceiling, you know? And, uh, it, it only makes good sense that she should be in Manhattan, right?
1: I think so. I think so. Did you like how that scene ended? You know where where her sister goes. You're going to be one of those girls, and uh, I a, am one with, of those uh, girls, with John, a, with a wry smirk. You notice she really, yeah, uh, She's yeah. embracing that.
0: How can she not be proud of herself, John? She's accomplished a lot. She's done the impossible. What is that? Moving on, we are then are back in the uh, we're we're at uh, Sterling Cooper. Yep, um, and this is for the first time, John. We meet uh, the brilliant Ho Ho. Is that his real name?
1: No, I think that's some kind of uh, diminutive for Horace. But would you really?
0: Is that is that one of those waspy names? You know, like you got like Buff. No, the ho ho thing. You know, because you got like Buffy. Uh, uh yeah, well, you know,
1: here's why I don't understand, and this is the at least the second character we've seen do this. Why is Pete Campbell uh, affectionately referred to as Humps? Wh- what? Humps. Humps. ho ho -Ho calls pete humps and this is the second time we've seen a character called pete humps now here's the thing
0: now uh now now i'm i'm gonna um i what what i have in front of me here john um are are, are the are the are the pieces of this puzzle okay right i'm gonna gonna put them together to you and i'm gonna i'm gonna hold it up in front of you so you can see what's happening um i think what's going on is they went to college together and maybe these are college nicknames
1: right but do we i don't think we ever get an explanation of the Oh, I mean, so I think, I think you weren't Ho-Ho you weren't and, surprised and, by my by my puzzle piece, okay? I think Ho Ho and Horace makes a little more sense than Campbell and Humps. I mean,
0: here's the thing, John. Uh, let's piece it together again. Uh, you've got <laughs>
1: a lot of piecing.
0: You know, maybe, uh, and I know that Matt Weiner does listen to the show, obviously, because of the whole French thing. But um, uh, maybe he's embraced the nickname rapey pete and he's sliding it back in as humps does that make sense does that explain it for you perfect thank perfect. you thank you thank you it's what i do it's a gift from god john so this is
1: fascinating our, our friend ho-ho he, <laughs> is, he is he is a uh he's a trust fund kid if you will mm. he's got a, a an extremely wealthy father who made his money from uh apparently shipping soldiers over in the big war mm. and um and so he has all this money, and he has a passion, and his passion is to take the great game of high line public,
0: bring it to the people, John.
1: I I I have witnessed one of these frontons. One of these.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> what? A fronton? A fronton. Is that what it's called?
1: Well, that that is the name of the arena. If you ever go see a highlight match, it takes place in a fronton.
0: Well, here in America, we call them uh, stadiums.
1: No, actually, they also are called frantons. I was in the Florida one.
0: Listen, I'm a I'm a patriot, John. So just <laughs> so back off, okay,
1: buddy. But anyways, for some reason, he's gotten behind this. He's got his numbers with him. He's like, I, you know, by uh, by 1970, it's going to take over baseball. Clearly, you get to sit close. It moves fast. Yeah, and actually, highlight is clocked as the fastest uh, sport behind golf when you're talking about pure ball speed. <laughs> and we are, um, and he even points out that there, there's a fantastic star of Hialeah, a gentleman yeah. named Patchy, who Patchy. you know, as you referred to in your opening, is uh, he's a little nervous about the whole High uh balls to the face. But uh, <laughs> I'm
0: sorry.
1: uh, as well, we're all worried about that, John. But so uh, you know, he's he. It's really funny because he has all these things. He's like, "What can we do?" You know, TV show, all the networks, music, yeah. print, newspapers, radio. And uh, it's just you can it, it really almost felt like you were, you know, dropping a wounded baby seal and a bunch of sharks. Like all these guys were just ready to like, hey, let's take the money.
0: Well, here's the thing, John. I th- They give they continue to give him l- l- like a uh, little little wake up pokes, you know, like, for instance, he's like, I want it on every network. I want it on every network at the same time. I want it on every network in color. Uh, uh, ABC, a- ABC doesn't even have color. Okay, well, every network that has color, and then that'll be... I mean, it's just ridiculous. I want it yeah. to be like a president's speech, John.
1: Right, right. And, you know, and he, he wants the TV show where the guy is flying around the world solving mysteries. I mean, who... It's you know, the dumb... This this
0: this guy could be the dumbest guy uh, ever.
1: You know, and, and he... And Lane, you know, smelling victory is like, well, I don't think it's worth really anything unless we can say for, uh, you know, at least a million... And he's like, Oh, that you know, that's fine. That's a third of my budget. Jeez.
0: No buggies. I'm I I'm now, I'm lost here.
1: And then did you did you appreciate the uh so Don comes in towards the end of this, introduces himself. Uh Horace leaves and uh and Don makes a, the comment that when uh d- during the depression he saw a loaf of bread thrown off the back of a truck with more dignity than that.
0: Yeah, that it was a uh, it was it was it was a bit obvious. And then what what does Pete come through and say?
1: Well, so um so so Don says to Lane, he's like, "Do you guys have any idea who his father is?" And so, yeah, Horace Senior is uh you know, a shipping magnate that has a lot of ties with Burt Cooper. And so, you know, Don's like, "You know, that maybe that wouldn't be the best way to to handle this kind of business. Perhaps we should involve the father and Pete takes a lot of exception to that. He's like, you know, wait a second, he's my age. He has a dream and it's our job to make it come true. And you want to run it by his father, you know, he gets kind of uh, a little peeved off.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't I don't know how I I don't I don't know who would agree with here because uh I I do I do I do appreciate what Don's doing because yeah. um it it seems, you know, uh I mean, first of all, from the creative side, uh this is a hell project. Um this kid doesn't doesn't know he not only doesn't know what he wants, but he doesn't know what's 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 feasible. good. Yeah, what's feasible, what's good, what makes sense. So it would be uh it would be one of those situations where uh you'd show him a million concepts and he'd be like, uh, you know, I don't I don't know what I want, but I know I haven't seen it yet.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. it do you, would go do it you would have go people on. For, like
0: Um, uh, no comment.
1: (laughs) smartly played. Yeah, indeed. Uh, (laughs) Um, and so, but, you know, and I think it's very interesting because Pete and Don only, not only are they very different in a lot of other respects, but they also have, uh, the polar opposite in the upbringings. You know, Pete is also like this guy, you know, comes from significant wealth. Um, whereas Don is, you know, as self-made as you can be, you know, bootstrapping it as, as we say, he, he made himself up yeah <laughs> literally so, yeah. literally um so so that that, that kind of uh, puts a little ribbon on that scene
0: does john we uh we we find ourselves um back at the draper household where uh grandpa Jean who is nice to no one but um but the girl uh has a sit down uh a little sit down talk uh with betty about dying john He's got it all figured out. It's all laid out in this folder. Let me tell you right now, John. Yep. Uh, funeral homes are set up to get you at your weakest. Makes sense. They know you don't want to make decisions, so they'll make them for you, and they'll charge you up the a. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Grandpa Gene's got it all figured out. Uh, here we get to see we we get to see uh, just yet again, as if we needed to see it. Um, how, uh, what an awful person Betty is. Um, she gets uh, upset with Grandpa Jean. Uh, she says, you uh, know this upsets me. Uh, why do you make me talk about it? It's all about her. What, what he, fra- he's the one dying here, man.
1: What, what I thought was fascinating is that, you know, he was very simple about it. Uh-huh. It was very straightforward. Uh-huh. He closes his little envelope. He goes, and that's it. We never have to talk about it again. And then she flies into her tirade. He's like, why do you insist on talking about it? He's not insisting on talking about it. He's done talking about it.
0: Can I say in this scene, she looks really tired, John. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she, was, she was washing the dishes, but more importantly, she has, she has that warlock tumbling around inside her. Do you oh, know what I kind could, of energy you know, that takes?
1: That would wear you out.
0: Oh, with no, yeah. I don't, even, I don't even know what food you could eat to yeah. possibly sustain a living warlock in your womb.
1: And, the, and even the fact that she found out she's getting the uh, her mother's coats, including the mink, didn't seem to energize her.
0: I don't understand it, John. That would have won me right over in a heartbeat. That's what I do. Uh, we then see uh, Margaret. Who? Or no, wait. Am, have, 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 have I jumped ahead? I oh jumped yes, ahead. I did. I did jump ahead a little bit. We get um, we get back to the office. Uh, uh, the douche crew comes in and says, "Oh hey, is he in a good mood?" She's like, uh, his, "His girl's like." I can't tell. By the way, this is Allison. John. This is Allison. This yeah. is Allison. She's she's been around for a while. We 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 find out more things about her in season four. I don't want to don't want to try to take a giant dump on an episode here, John. So I'm gonna leave it there. There you go. Um, you're welcome.
1: But this was this was a really this was a good scene, I think, because uh, you know they come to him with a problem that's easily solvable. Somehow they couldn't do it, but he's like, you know, uh, I thought the line was great where they said, hey, "Hey, Don, we have a problem." The director dropped off the photo shoot uh to take on another job and don says good i look forward to his average work you know he was unimpressed by the guy they had on the job anyways Mm -hmm. um he goes you know sal has done the storyboards you know he knows the the scene backwards and forwards i I could go on but i don't think i should have to
0: sal can do it sal's real excited he's no thank you thank you thank you um we then we then jump into the uh commissary
1: what'd you call that The Uh, the little common room, the little common,
0: little common area, break room, break room. Thank you. Uh, And Margaret, (coughs) who is that? I'll tell you who it is. It's Peggy, very grown up, puts up a little (laughs) note that says that she's looking for a roommate, John. That's right. I mean, we're charging straight ahead with this. She's going to move to Manhattan. How exciting! How exciting! We then get home, John, and this is this is uh, home to the Draper household, and uh, Grandpa Jean is being uh, nice to Bobby for uh for a change. And he pulls out this box from the war. Uh and it has a bunch of it has a bunch of, you know, just kind of a uh, grandpa type stuff in it. So which you know? war would this be? Historical stuff. This was World War 2, John. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah.
1: Based on his age, you think this might have been the first one?
0: Uh oh. Oh. I don't I guess you're right. Or he was an old guy in World War 2. Wait, I don't Here's the thing, John.
1: I'm just saying looking at that helmet, which yeah. looks awful plasticky. Um that uh, uh that's
0: just John, that is a lacquer.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. thank you. A lacquer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so so what what does he pull out of the box?
0: He pulls out he pulls out uh uh I think a uh, a replica of the bill of uh, oh of uh, uh Abraham Lincoln's uh speech. Yes, yeah,
1: the Gettysburg Address. The
0: Gettysburg Address? Uh, uh and they talk about that. Uh he 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 then pulls out uh, a German helmet, I believe uh, From the war
1: And I think this is where we learn it's World War One Because this was Prussian oh, Instead of shit. Nazi Oh, you're killing me There we go
0: Oh my god, you're so
1: Not even splitting hairs this time
0: <sighs> So, uh so, so what
1: happens with the Oh, well, look, the, you missed it What happens between oh, the Gettysburg and the helmet?
0: I don't know, John I'd tell me The metal Oh mm. And what medal was that?
1: The medal for beating the clap.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, geez. Yes. Uh, well, he actually did have a medal. Uh, but then Grandpa Jean says, uh, they should have given him. They should have given. Too bad the military doesn't give out a medal for beating the clap.
1: hey oh and, and, and this is where I'd, I would like to just throw this out. If anybody would like to design the medal that you would get for beating the clap, we would love to have that and share that with the rest of our listeners.
0: Yes, I, I got to tell you, uh, I, I'm drawing a blank on that. I have no idea the graphic I would use. <laughs> you know what I would? I would use two hands clapping.
1: Right, and What um, co- what color ribbon?
0: Oh, okay. Well, uh, breast cancer's got the pink. Right. Uh, AIDS has got the red. Right. Which is not better. Uh, <laughs> cla-
1: well, kick clap- it, kick it could- around for a while.
0: Okay, okay. Maroon, and, maybe?
1: And we... <laughs> and we we get back to the helmet and uh you know, he's talking about how, you know, he thinks that this is a guy that he shot and starts yeah. talking about some of the good sides of war, you know, as far as makes you a man, living mm. on the land, mm. um, and puts the helmet on on Bobby and there's this interchange where Don's like, Hey, take that off. It's a dead man's hat. Yeah, that's a um, dead
0: dump bum bum foreshadowing.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> and uh and Jean, you know, is very uh you know insistent that he keep it on don takes it off walks away and grandpa Jean pulls out an oriental fan and uh, just ends the scene with there was a girl (laughs) Ooh, and that and that's
0: and that's 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 working backward to the clap john
1: and that leads into a girl oh we see uh we 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 swing over to uh, our friend sal's apartment bedroom location and we have uh, apparently he has married a lima bean. We have. Um,
0: I don't. I don't think she's. I think she's lovely, John. You think uh,
1: that is lovely? You think that yes. Not only a shade of green, but that I thought you hated the ruffles of all these ladies.
0: Right? Oh, I love it. I'm loving it. <laughs> I've changed my mind. Uh, she, is, she is. She is. like a. She's. She. Is, a, she <laughs> I shouldn't say this. Uh, she is a. She's a ripe lime. Um. Uh. For uh. Sal's gin and tonic. If you know what I mean. All right. Um, she comes out of the, out of the, uh, the changing room, uh, ready for a a little tussle, a little love tussle as I, as, as some may call it, uh, comes over to Sal and say, you know, Hey, Hey, I got this. Uh, it was on sale and it's warm in here. Hey, Oh,
1: (laughs) Hey, uh, what does that? Sal say something to the effect of that looks like it was, that looked like more than half off to me. Hey, Oh, (laughs) Oh.
0: uh sorry. sorry uh uh and so uh she uh she then starts putting the moves on sal Sal's like hey i'm i'm working here i'm working now to be honest sal you can you can give 10, 10 minutes you know what i'm saying
1: but 10 doesn't. minutes
0: no <laughs> sorry uh he does not john uh he instead uh explains how his job is fading away no one wants illustrations every, anymore it's all about photography this photography that oh jeez oh jeez we're in trouble so he explains that he has this new opportunity John this opportunity to direct a commercial for uh 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 what has proven to be a very popular soda patio um and uh he 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 starts to explain that uh uh, it's gonna be just like Bye Bye Birdie. She says, "I I don't know. I don't remember uh, what what's that? What, what what do you mean? Oh, let me act it out for you."
1: <laughs> I, by far and away, the entire greatness of this scene is simply made by Kitty's face.
0: The look on her face. Oh my goodness!
1: The this is not right. Look. Yes, yes. I'm, I I I know what I'm seeing is not what I should be seeing.
0: And this it, is not. This is not. Uh, this is not usual for a heterosexual uh, dude, my, aka husband, uh, to do.
1: And you know, after Sal finishes the, the entire reenactment with the dress mm-hmm. tussling and the back and forths and the breathlessness, they lay it back down together again, and she looks like she's worried about being beaten. She is no, 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 she's no, 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 my friend,
0: my friend, she has seen a ghost. Yes, it is. It is more like that. And uh, she, she also tells, tell, tells uh, Sal, which I thought was delicately put, uh, uh, it's been a few months and she needs some tending. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, was, I also found that amusing. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, so yes, in this scene, there is no, if there was any doubt um, that, that uh, Kitty had uh, some uh, ideas that Sal may be uh, 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 unattracted to lady folk. Uh, we just sealed that deal up. Uh, he did it Tom Cruise style all over that bedroom. Sorry. I, I don't know. In uh, the next, next scene. Moving on. In yes, the next scene, uh, we uh, are in uh, Bert Cooper's office meeting Ho-Ho's dad.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, Horace Ho-Ho's, Cook Sr. Horace Cook Sr. Uh, I believe takes this very well. Uh, and I think does the right thing you um the only way uh ho ho is gonna learn right yeah, is to literally let him fall on his face and then have someone step on the back of his head his success he has great success, but unfortunately it's only his father's success
1: yeah, I thought that was so well put I thought this was just very well i agree very well written i i love the the uh the, the one question, it's like, um, you know, he, he, uh, he says, my son has a dream. And, um, you know, one of the guys, I think Lane says, you know, the, oh, there's no reason to doubt that, you know, that it will be successful. And Horace just looks at him and goes, are you drunk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, uh, I I love how they picked the most, like, Americanly foreign sport. Like, if there's any sport that has zero ch- I mean, listen, people. Soccer can't even make it here. And the rest of the world loves it.
1: It's coming on, actually.
0: Sure it is. But uh, to say, to say high lie <laughs> is going to be bigger than baseball? Oh, my. Yep.
1: Well, yeah. But said he had a 50-50 shot. That may have been true, but he lost.
0: I don't think that it's a 50-50 shot, John. No. No, not at all. Um, That's like saying I've got a 50-50 shot of waking up tomorrow and not looking like Paul
1: Giamatti. Yeah. That, okay. I got,
0: no, I'm going to lose. I'm still looking like Paul.
1: But so but the, the way I, like you said, the way I think this is handled so well is that not only do you allow him to fail, but you also, you know, you, you allow him to fail with you. You know, he came to you, you're a good firm, you do what he asks and then he fails. You know what I mean? Like you said, it, that's not how business works. You don't just turn him away. because Bert had, you know, Bert had mentioned, you know, okay, well we won't do this because it's a terrible idea. He's like, no, you, you do this. You do your best.
0: I don't know. I kind of, I, I see the argument of no. It, l- listen, if we know this is going to fail, yeah, it doesn't do us any good to do it. Sure, as a um, company, cause then yeah, you, as a company, because that's a that failure ex- exactly like they say later. The, w- the The advertising is in a, in effect. A I don't think in this case, but in effect, a, in a it could be blamed for that failure. Right. Uh, and, and it's specifically in this case, uh, it, it, they, they could do everything Ho-Ho wanted. Right. And Highlight would still fail. And my favorite, and this comes up later in the episode, but I don't care. I'm jumping ahead. Cause this is my show. We're recording it, John. Right. F it. Um, when America sees that Highlight is spelled with a J.
1: Right.
0: I mean, it's going to be mass hysteria, cats and dogs living together. It, it, ridiculous. That's there- not something we can handle.
1: Can you think of any other uh, commonly used word with a non pronounced letter?
0: Is this a trick? (laughs)
1: Pterodactyl.
0: What letter is that? P. Oh! Guts me every time! I'm still mad that phone isn't spelled with an F.
1: Well, let's get over that, and let's get on to probably the best prank call. This is funny. I'm sorry. You really? Like, I, didn't, I don't. I'm not going to say this is the best prank call of all time. No, 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 not of all time of the show.
0: Oh, that could be the only one time. <laughs> uh, they they have everyone's favorite secretary, Lois. Lo- Lois. Luckily, she didn't maim anyone for life in this uh, <laughs> in this endeavor, but. Um, Lois calls up Peggy acting as if she's an interested roommate and um, and says that she works she works at a hide company on the West Side Highway. A, a tannery. A tannery, yeah, on the West Side Highway. And then she come she comes home like reeking of carcass every night. That's why she can't have pets. And she is horribly burned. <laughs> All right, it's it's kinda of funny. It's kinda of funny. And you know, I, you know what it is? It's the fact that the Lois the lowest is the color. <laughs> can't deliver. I mean, obviously she's acting as if, you know, she's reading this, but can't deliver a joke to save her life.
1: Right. Right. Well, I mean, she's got like the three guys cracking up around her. Uh, you know, that might make it harder.
0: No, that should give her that should give her confidence. Oh, you're do you know, you're doing this right. People are laughing. I right.
1: Thought, I thought the great part it was on the back end of this when, you know, Peggy gets all flustered. She's like, you're a jerk. And she hangs up the phone and then, like, Oof. very officially strikes out the note she just made. And crosses out,
0: <laughs> crosses the name off her list. Well, that one's not going to work. Clearly. <laughs> Couldn't we thrown the paper away? No, no, no. Still half a sheet left. <laughs> oh, my. We then, uh, uh, and, and this this scene I'm going to leave to you, uh, Doctor. Uh, yep. the, the, the ice cream and the salting and the smelling and the hey, hey.
1: Uh so the scene as you've set that up so beautifully <laughs> is back at uh, back at home back at the Draper household we have uh just two people in the scene we have Grandpa Gene and Sally mm-hmm. and they're sitting at the table Grandpa Gene's eating the ice cream and he's tapping a little bit of salt on it yeah. he has what's called a salt tooth they're just a craving for salt uh which which can happen actually fairly frequently
0: uh, I have it yeah I've got one right now
1: yeah and um you know he starts talking with uh, Sally uh, and really talking with her, you know, talking about her grandmother, his wife, uh, you know, what she could remember, and um, and how you know she remembers getting a ukulele, and and he goes, did you learn how to play it? And she goes, no. And Grandpa says, well, you could, you know, you're smart. And again, right there, more compliments than she's had in nine years of life. But um, can,
0: if if I can interject, yes, I please. actually heard uh, I listened to a lot of uh not a lot I I well I listened to. Uh, uh uh fresh air with Terry Gross every day. <clears throat> and I think this was on an episode an episode of her show that um this this is actually true for this generation. Um that um Grandpa Gene wouldn't have been this encouraging to uh to uh, uh Betty. A Betty. Right. But strangely he is unbelievably encouraging to her daughter.
1: Did Terry offer any insight on that uh
0: no, but, but, it, but it's, it's kind of a true phenomenon. Like this is, this is something that actually happened. So that um, uh, girls in her generation grew up much more uh, uh, sure of themselves. And, and with this idea of uh, – it kind of broke uh, – more so broke this idea of I need to grow up, ha- have babies, get well, – hold on. I did that back. Grow up, get married, have babies, um, you know, and, and do and – do the. but I, I can have a career – I can try to do it all. This is the generation that it started with, uh, and they say because it, it, was, it was there was more encouragement than than ever. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry.
1: No, no. I, I think it, and again, it just it, it continues to set this up as this you know great. Uh, they even have a, like a little joke where he goes, you know, go ahead and take some bites. Uh, I don't want to be caught doing this my own. I'll keep a lookout. And he goes, quick, she's coming. And they you know have a little laugh. Uh, you know, a really nice moment, and then. A kind of a sad end, where he says, maybe not sad to everybody, but he goes, you know, it tastes like chocolate, but it smells like oranges. And uh, if if that's a, a new change for for him or for any of our listeners, if you have a sudden change in smell, uh, that can be a sign of uh, uh, nerve damage or stroke. Mm. Um. Which is, you know, well, well, we can go any order we want. So he, he he's going to, uh, you know, he's going to pass out from. Uh, from stroke.
0: Now, how do you know it was? A, is this what tells you it was a stroke?
1: Well, that and the fact that you know he's he's had multiple mini strokes in the past. We've been told this um, by by uh, the family members and and his different hospitalizations. He's on the blood thinning medication because of these these strokes, these little clots that are going to his brain. Yeah. So yeah, that that's what's going on.
0: Oh my. Uh, we then, we then go to, uh, dinner with Ho-Ho and Pete Campbell and, um, and, uh, Donnie Draper. Uh, Ho-Ho, John, now this, this, I can't imagine being at a, um, a client dinner like this, right. And having the client pretty much, uh, 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 meltdown, uh, uh, open his guts to you. You know what I mean? Okay. Like he really says it all. Like he really kind of does this whole like, uh, 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 you know, I, I, in a roundabout way, uh, I've accomplished nothing with my life. I want to try to make a mark like my father did. But it's funny because if you, if, if you start out um, at this level uh, that his, his father has had great success, so he's automatically kind of up at this level, it would be difficult to make success for, for yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the only thing he can do is, is like, these grand uh, uh, ideas, right? In his mind. Yeah, in his mind, all he can do is, okay, I've either, you know, I've got to do something greater, uh, not just something great, or not just something even just uh, uh, not stupid. Uh, And he talks about, you know, I know it's crazy, but for uh, my father's 75th birthday, I have this dream of giving him a team. Uh, that's just stupid right like it, it, it it's it's this it's this uh uh it's this constant battering in the uh in, in uh sterling cooper's just face of uh uh stupidity so i can i i mean don tries to talk him out of it very uh directly oh yeah uh, and, and fail I, and, and fails uh i think and and, and he, he says to ho you know uh uh, you know that he he might want to turn he might want to turn his uh his focus to a different uh, obsession, uh, and and Ho Ho I think thinks about it for a minute, um, and knows what Don is saying, uh, but refuses to believe it and says, Oh, I see. This is just one of those ad ad men. Uh, you zig and I zag back into your arms. <laughs> I read about um, it in a book. Yeah. In a book, I heard about it on the radio uh, yeah, I mean it was um I mean I think it's one of those it's one of those denial situations. Uh, he really has no other ideas um, and he's in love with patchy clearly, uh, and uh this just seems like something that would be fun to do
1: right, right, because I mean, uh, you know he could do something great you know he could set up you know a parks project or he, he could do so much with that money mm uh-huh. and I think that's what Don's trying to point out, uh, uh-huh. and I think Don has a you know a different feel for this again, having come from nothing, and you know somebody like this. I, I was thinking about uh, Charlie Sheen the other day.
0: Oh, don't do that. And, well, no,
1: and, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not pulling uh, on Charlie Sheen in any way. I'm just saying, like Charlie Sheen has had you know un, un uh, unmatched, um, you know surroundings as far as. Wealth and probably yes men, and you know his world is just different from so many people. Yeah, uh, I think that would fit with this guy fairly well, minus the uh, tiger's blood,
0: minus success, truly. But yeah, he, he's he, he's living in a different uh, a different reality, certainly, um, uh, and he struggles with it. Uh, I like at the end, though, that he he then puts all the weight on the advertising company. If this doesn't make if this doesn't work, I want you to know it's your fault. Um, yeah. And. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's just that's just it's just stupid. But, you know, it's cool that I think it's cool that they, they brought this in, though, because it's. Because uh, I do think that, I mean, there's a lot of. There's a lot of projects out there that just get started because someone's willing to back it. Uh, take oh, yeah. the inter- take almost ninety percent of the internet.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's 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 certainly it's certainly a, an interesting storyline uh, and a di- dynamic to bring to the business side of the show, which of course I always think there's not enough. Of. We then go back to the office, John, and we're in the commissary again. I'm sorry, the break room. And um, Margaret is there. Um, Someone has graffitied her her ad for uh, a roommate. And Joan is going to tell her how to do it right, John.
1: I really enjoy these. The way these set up and the way these play out are, are great. You know, I really don't know that I've had a uh, an interaction between these two characters where you're like, "Well, that was just dumb."
0: Yeah, you know? no, they're always brilliant. I because because the writing for Joan in in the in, in the way that she uh, the way that that character is built to just be so supremely confident all the time is irresistible.
1: At least in the office.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. her office demeanor, right? Exactly. To be just, she always knows what to do. And isn't flustered. Uh, it, it's amazing.
1: And uh, just as a, a brief uh, synopsis, then, you know, it, Joan kind of gives her a layout, you know, saying, you know, look, th- th- be fun. Yeah. You know, it, this is an adventure. Two young girls in Manhattan. Am I right? You know, uh, fun, perky. Um, you know, and 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 I like the way she ends it. She's like, don't put it there. You know. Everybody here knows you yeah. <laughs> branch out. That <laughs> no, was good. It and, was I, great. and I like it how, you know, as soon as Joan walks off, like Peggy scurries to write it down word for word. That's wonderful.
0: Uh we then pop over to uh to Don's house. Uh uh he's in bed. Uh uh Betty is asleep. Uh he obviously can't and he goes into his room, uh uh the den uh, where he keeps all the money. And his past and pulls out that shoebox his brother sent him a pictures and is looking at uh, his own parents, his own father. Um, I thought there was going to be a flashback here and there was not. Um, I guess. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't know if I quite caught the significance.
1: Well, so so he's looking at a picture of of Archie, who is his dad that got kicked by a, a mule in the head, in the head. And Abigail, who's not his mother. Right, you know, his mom died in childbirth, and so you have the you have the the juxtaposition of Horace, who you know made this millions, gave all of this wealth to his son, gave him his name, and you know he's he's just litting it away, and then you have Don, who got none of that. Don got nothing, um, you know, except a bunch of beatings from his dad, and uh, you know has has done great things with it, but. You know, it's not like he can. He doesn't even have an opportunity to make anybody proud. You know what I mean? Like he he can't do this for anybody because it was he never had anything.
0: Yeah, but don't uh, you think he before. he would have the satisfaction of creating his own situation, where I mean he he's already accomplished what Ho Ho trying to do, right? right. He's already made Highlight popular,
1: right? But um, but but you know, part of part of the drive of uh, Ho Ho is to you know. Do that to impress his dad. You know, impress somebody. And Don's Don's never really impressed anybody. Because nobody knows.
0: Don impresses everyone daily.
1: No, no, no. But he doesn't do it to impress them. You know, he doesn't do something to make someone proud. I guess.
0: I don't I Okay. I'll buy it. I don't like it. But I'm buying it. Uh, We then go into the... uh, uh, We go straight to the office. Uh, Don's walking in uh, in the morning. Uh, Pete catches him. Uh, Mid stride, and says that that uh ho ho is 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 dressed and ready for the oven, John. He's got yeah, signatures yeah, yeah. like the
1: Thanksgiving bird, indeed. Now is this? Uh, now, did I miss something? I I never really see people that wear a navy suit, like a blue suit. Like uh, is that? No,
0: actually, this is one of the few. He has and he has many blue suits that he wears. Right. Uh, there are some that are it's a more pale, uh, blue. Yes. I love this blue. This is a great blue he's you got like on this... now. All right. It's like a darker, deeper blue. It's much yep. better. All it's right. It's like a midnight. Yeah, it's very nice. Uh, but you know, I feel like they kind of set people up because Don almost always wears the gray. Right. Um, and then, uh, Pete almost always wears the blue. And then uh, Ken,
1: Ken's always in the brown. Yep. And... Ken's
0: always in brown. But then Roger's also in gray quite often. So, right. yeah, I don't know. Um but i mean it kind of it kind of helps uh uh kind of uh uh iconicize the character
1: by keeping them fairly by monocratic. keeping
0: them well just kind of in the same thing you know yeah. what i mean yeah um but yeah so uh don takes the uh take the signatures, hands it to lane and uh they're in the i guess that's like a spare office now
1: that is that is that's the spare office
0: that's the spare office and they're tossing around the high ball. And the uh, what's what's the mitt called, John?
1: Uh, so the ball is the pelota, pelota, and the the mitt or the basket is called the cesta,
0: the cesta. Uh, where does highlight hail from, John? Where do we where, where did we get it? Where did we take it from?
1: Yeah, it originates in Spain. Spain. Yep. Ah, yes. And so a lot of Spanish uh, immigrants, you know, settled down there in Florida.
0: To yeah, our and, Spanish uh, listeners, welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it, well, that was very international of you. And there, uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I, it is fairly big in Florida. Yeah, uh, and that's about it. I think there might be a couple of frontons in other cities, but uh, Florida is kind of the uh, the little niche that Highlight has carved out for itself. And uh, I think, uh, you know, I'm fairly confident that Ho Ho would have been disappointed to see where it has gone.
0: Yeah, if he hadn't killed himself. Anywho, uh, we got <laughs> in the next scene. We uh, are uh, with Grandpa Jean. Uh, and the kid's driving to school. Uh, he asks, uh, I believe he asks Bobby, what are, you, what, what are you eating back there? Bobby's like, I'm eating an English muffin. Put that away. <laughs> it's great. He's constantly yelling at Bobby, which I love. And then he asks, uh, he asks uh, little Sally uh, what she would like after school. Uh, and she's like, she'd like some peaches. And uh, Bobby says, hey, uh, peaches give me a rash. Shut up. <laughs> Your sister likes them. I love that. Hilarious. Uh, Bobby Ken can, cannot win in this show. Um, <laughs> he then tells a uh, little Sally to be, Hey, you get, you make sure to have your tutu on. Cause I am not waiting around. I'm going to pick you up. We're going to take you to tutu practice. Things are going to be great. Uh, I mean, and to be honest, this is the best thing. Little Sally Draper has had going in her life. Uh, and I hate to see it come to an end, John. Foreshadow. Indeed. Um, we, we then pop back to the office and uh, uh, Peggy has obviously uh, followed the, the advice of Joan and put her ad- little advertisement down uh, in the lobby of the building. And uh, we find a travel agent, uh, uh, a girl, uh, come up and say how excited she is uh, by how fun Peggy sounds.
1: And, yeah, by the, by the new ad.
0: We're going to have great times. I love how Peggy, <laughs> Peggy keeps being like,
1: I'm fun. Are you Norwegian? No, yeah, I'm fun. <laughs> what now what is this? She's like, Who asks she's that? Like, I'm Swedish. I'm Norwegian. Is everybody Nordic? I don't understand this.
0: I've I've met no Nords since I've been <laughs> here. But John, here's, here's, the thing. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't ask that question often <laughs> enough. Are you a Nord? <laughs> S- similar to Domino's Pizzas, the Noid. <laughs> but very different. Um Yes, I mean, was this big in the 50s? Did people constantly ask uh, genealogy
1: questions?
0: <laughs> and has this happened to you?
1: Uh, uh, no. Well, actually, here's the thing because of my appearance, I'm often accused uh, or mistaken. No, no, John, or, or we don't Irish. want to tell the no, listeners people, people what you look say like. I'm Irish. Okay. Yeah, this is wrong.
0: No, that's dead wrong. But, um, but uh, no, no I, I don't ask get me. the
1: question. Nobody says, hey, Nord. Like, right. No. no what?
0: Yeah. No. Uh, but anyway, uh, it seems like things are going to go well. Uh, she asks uh, Peggy, hey, can we go look for apartments tomorrow after work? And Peggy's like, I don't get out of work till 6. Uh, and she's like, oh, wh- what? <laughs> and then uh, she says, well, what about Saturday? Sometimes I work on Saturday, but not all the time. And definitely not at night, because at night, I am out tearing it up doing fun stuff fun that I'm going to read about before we move in together. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was uh, it was it was it was pretty funny. Uh good scene. And we go over it?
1: to the, uh, the, the the school, Brookside yeah. Elementary.
0: Mm-hmm. Two-toe, two-two on and ready for business.
1: And uh but no Grandpa Jean. It's mm-hmm. uh betty monster has squeezed herself behind the wheel of the car. Mm-hmm. And um is that a woody? That's not really, is it?
0: It is. That wow. is a, the Woody station wagon. My favorite part is uh uh little Sally goes, Oh mommy's here and Bobby just pops up out of the bushes <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they have a lot of fun, a lot of like secret fun with Bobby's character because it's like, oh, what can we do? We've already changed him like three times. Hey, yeah, I got a deal Let's pop him out of the bushes. <laughs> well, okay. Uh it was great. It was great. Uh but yeah, this is where this is where we get our first uh, inclination that uh indeed uh uh Grandpa G- uh, so, so something untoward may have happened to Grandpa Jean. Um, <clears throat> then we go we go back to the office if I can. Yeah, and we get to see the patio commercial that uh, Sal's been working on, right?
1: And really, you know, I have to say, I actually watched Bye Bye Birdie. It was on demand. Oh, did you? Uh, free, yeah, of course. And uh, get this, I don't know if you've taken the time to see it. It's set in Columbus, Ohio. No, but jeez, really? It, I, it is. Why? Why? So it's uh, well, <laughs> we won't get into that too much, but um, it's, now I'm uh, now I'm interested. Yeah, uh, well, uh, the, the, as short as I can make it. Uh, Birdie is the name of a a rock star in the movie uh, based on Elvis, and and uh, they run a nationwide contest to get somebody to get a uh, you know a goodbye kiss by this performer, and they simply draw the name of a young girl in Columbus, Ohio. John, you've given me
0: an idea. Yep, I know, I know a Birdie. Yeah, if you know what I mean, listeners. I would like to offer up um, my brother, Doctor John uh uh to uh be a, a, a nationwide contest uh if you can send us the funniest um clap medal, <laughs> you will get a goodbye kiss from Dr. John
1: Is that is that we we're, we're, we're making this a promotion
0: We're making this we're making this a promotion men man woman cat doesn't matter <laughs> If you do it, if you if you are hilarious and you want to kiss Doctor John, which we all do, to be honest, send in send in your designs today.
1: Don't, don't we is have that, to run this by legal?
0: No, I don't. <laughs> I, no, we don't. Uh, and, and, well, I think all we have to say is uh, 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 no purchase necessary. <laughs> no purchase necessary to enter. Conveniently, no one purchases anything anyway.
1: But so, uh, anyway, they anyways, copy the so Bye by
0: Birdie almost shot for shot, right? Yeah, perfect, perfect. perfect. It, even even the screeching, horrible, blood curdling, paint peeling voice
1: of right Margaret. On. Right oh, on. Oh my
0: god, it's awful in your headphones. Um, when the guys from patio are like, "Listen, listen," I don't know why it's not
1: right, but it blows. I really like how how Don steps in there. You know. <laughs> There's no ambiguity here. Yeah. This this is exactly and I mean exactly <laughs> what you asked for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh and they still managed to be kind of jerks about it. Uh well, I'm going to be magnanimous and say it's our fault. Well, this <laughs> That's exactly what you wanted. Well, no. I mean, no,
0: I'm impressed that they would do that. No, well, that that was pretty awesome. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? It's all all, right. like like they say with ho ho, it's always it's always the you can blame everything on uh, I don't know the 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 agency, right? Yeah, the agency's always wrong. I mean, the, we will we will take fault on everything because you're the boss, you know. I got you. Do you do, 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 do It's like if your boss did something kind of stupid, and then you were like, "That was stupid." No, oh, you can't okay. do that.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. No, see, that's funny because that's such a different world from what I deal with. So that's, I'm, that's interesting. W-
0: uh, listen, I'm always impressed if anyone, and I mean anyone, admits fault, let alone the client. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no one admits fault. We could just blame this on Peggy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you. Can, <laughs> no one ever does. So I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, they say we can't do this. And to, to be honest, uh, Sal, Sal's a little, a little bit upset.
1: I don't blame him. I mean, you, no. you know, this was one big chance he was really excited and, and they were really disappointed and uh, it's it's amazing this is the only line Roger has in the show and it's fantastic yeah. I would disagree all right
0: I found it I found it to be I mean it was very straight on Roger because yeah. uh, obviously there's no way that Roger could decipher what was wrong like he would go for the the obvious well, that but it wasn't Anne margaret
1: but isn't that the I, I just thought that was the right answer N- no all right
0: I think the I think that the, the other thing you see in the scene is Don kind of stands up and it's kind of like thinking and kind of gives it like a little smile like he understands what Peggy was saying in the last episode that this cuz she she made the argument that this makes no oh, sense. Yes. So Don there is, is like, "Oh my god, she was she was f and right." Right. You know what I mean? And right. and Roger would just be like, "Ah, oh, wouldn't add Margaret? I guess we have that one up." No, no, no. It's the fact that literally it made no sense. Right. Um So yeah, I think that was a uh, Yeah, it's so that's that's normally I would be like, yeah, Rogers always hilarious. But then it was just kind of it, it just was it it kind of showed his stupidity. Yeah, fairly quaint. Yeah. yeah, just kind of like, "Meh, let's just go with the obvious. I'm going to have a drink."
1: Oh, but I missed it I think that's fantastic about the, uh, the the previous conversation.
0: You're not patronizing me? No. Oh my god, somebody somebody record this down at 50 56 <laughs> seven, 56 minutes in. Paul made a point. Okay, here we go. Hopefully, in the next 40 episodes, I'll hit another one.
1: Alright, we'll savor that and moving on. We're, we're, back, at, we're back at uh home. Apparently, uh, Sally's been banished to the porch with a doll. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we see the awesing NYPD uh pull up. He uh she she summons um the witch and He's like, oh, what's going on, officer? And he, he he's pretty much says, I, you know, I regret to inform you that he has passed away, collapsed at the a and um, and, but he's dead. And, you know, <laughs> this is, this is, uh...
0: Is that, is that how, is that how you tell people?
1: So he's dead! Yeah, it kind of sucks, actually, as you can No, imagine. I'm sure it's horrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I can't imagine. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's really bad. It's, uh, you, you like it if family members can be there, obviously, yeah, that so when way this you don't kind have of to thing tell happens, them, yeah, yeah, um, you know, and so this this is exactly how you say it, you know, you, you're trying to be as as very yeah, sure serious and, and Tactful as possible. possible. Yeah. But then, so you you see, I think they they do a great job of you know showing this immediately. You know, the the person that was close to her is gone, and not only is she not close to somebody, she just lost a grandfather, and the door was shut on her. You know, like oh, nice catch. You know, like uh, Betty Monster can't take uh, the second to hug her daughter. Uh, um, no. you know, or even realize that anybody else might have, uh, you know, a sense of loss about this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so Sally's left by herself outside, uh, to deal with to, this, to, to grieve. Yeah. At yeah. nine or whatever she is. Sure. Well, um, she's old
0: enough to know better, John.
1: Yeah. Apparently. Um, so, uh, you know, we get that, that big, big, uh, bad news and Sal heads into Don. He's like, I thought I'd bring myself to the woodshed. You know, he, he feels like he failed. Um, you know, Don says something to the effect of, "You know, oh, a, you know, a client getting exactly what they asked for and, and not liking it. I hope that never happens to me." You know, kind of understanding that that you know, this this had nothing to do with Sal not doing the job.
0: Yeah, but they're also a little foreshadowing because uh, Don says something to the effect uh, that he would hire Sal again.
1: Oh yeah, bum yeah,
0: bum yeah.
1: bum. Well, he, he. I mean, I think obviously he means it. Sal yeah. Did, Sal did a uh, good job. He did a good yeah, job. Yeah.
0: He did exactly what he was supposed to do.
1: Right. Yeah. Um. But Don, Don gets the phone call about Gene. I'm sure uh, Betty was upset. Um, and You know, he goes to leave and, uh, you know, pays Sal a nice compliment on the way out. And, uh, you know, like you said, uh, you'll know when I hire you again. And yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: we then uh, go back to the uh, uh, the the uh, Olson family compound uh, uh,
1: Anita's house in Brooklyn
0: or the Olson family compound in brooklyn uh, <laughs> uh, where uh to ease mother into the news uh Peggy has taken her company discount uh, uh from admiral and uh and and got mom a new television' Because earlier in the episode um Mama Olson was slapping the shit out of the TV. <laughs> Uh, and so uh, we have a new TV. She's very excited by that. It's very exciting. Oh, w- uh, one, one, one more thing. Ma. I'm gonna move. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna move. Oh really? Oh, you're gonna move in with us? That's awesome. That's great. Uh, n- yeah, I'm gonna move to Manhattan. You whore. <laughs> you know you're gonna get was, raped. You're gonna get raped. Turns out, John. And I'm gonna knock on wood here. I've uh, 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 been here seven, uh, six, seven, oh, oh, a while. Yeah. have not been raped.
1: Yeah, you're in Brooklyn. You're safe. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, not for the not I was in Hell's Kitchen for the first uh the first year or so. Uh and yes still I mean I was dodging rape daily.
1: Is that a bad place?
0: Well, it is called Hell's Kitchen, John. <laughs> Actually, it's just these days it's just mostly empty. Uh but uh yeah, no, just I just walking down the street dodging rape. It was everywhere, Manhattan. Watch out, scary place. Yeah, well, t- t- so Mama Olsen didn't take it well. It ends just with Peggy leaving. She's like, okay, good good night, Ma. I, You know what? Eat it.
1: But, you know, I mean, the, she she does all this posturing, and then as the sisters are talking before Peggy leaves, you hear the TV come on.
0: Oh, well, sure. You know, so it's a new you know, TV, you know
1: John. TV. What's that now?
0: It's a new TV. You can't just... I mean, you got to turn it on. At that point, it's paying for itself. We are end up back at the Draper household, and everybody's talking about the dead Grandpa Jane, John.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got to, we got the whole fam now in. Will and Judy have come up.
0: Mmm, my favorite. And that guy's a hero. Oh, Will. Yo, yeah.
1: Apparently, he's like uh, an AMC favorite as well. Oh, is he? Uh, they got him on their newest, um, their newest series
0: called Douchebag.
1: Uh, close. This okay. is uh, the Killing.
0: Oh, you've been watching the Killing? I haven't. Sometimes I feel like we're shilling for AMC a lot. Yeah. No, I've 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 been boycotting the killing. Oh, really? I don't believe in killing, John.
1: Or the Walking Dead.
0: Or the Walking Dead. Zombies don't exist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, but anyways, we get back. We're talking uh, with the family. They're talking how Eugene Hofstad was number two at the bank because there were two of them. Um, they make some comments about uh, you know uh, Ruth and the the uh, the other woman. Uh, what was her name? Um, oh, yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, we all know who you're talking Anyways, about. Anyways, but, uh, you know, they, they they laugh a little, and that just sends little Sally over the edge. She marches into the kitchen and tells him what for. And, well, yeah. um, a
0: man is dead here. Right, right. A man has died, and you're sitting in here like a bunch of jackasses well, and you, and you laughing. Look,
1: you know, you look at Sally's face. Eyes yeah, are red. Upset. Nose is red. Just, uh, you know, completely distraught. And, again, you know, you could uh, you could give a hug. Uh, but no, yeah. Go we'll watch TV and yep. see a monk burning himself to death. Yeah, that's 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 disturbing. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Poor Sally's having a tough time. Yeah, now just just as just because uh, I've always thought of you as a shaman, uh, <laughs> will she turn to drugs? do You think?
1: Well, or well, do you Sally think she'll
0: can... look she'll look for uh, for like a father figure kind of situation? I mean, Sally does not have a good future.
1: No, it's going to be more of a more of a closeness thing. You know, she's going to have uh, relationship issues, probably picking the wrong guy. Sure, um, sure. You know, but uh, that that's probably what it's going to be, and I think uh, that's starting to play a little bit with, um, uh, oh, creepy Glenn.
0: Oh, Glenn's a good guy. I love yeah, that guy. No,
1: I, I mean I don't know that he's the bad guy, but you know, I think she's just kind of latching on to whoever's around. And that'll be interesting to see what happens in season five. Because she's going to be, I mean, you know, that's the thing about... uh, I mean, if she's
0: around in season five, I know we're having to drop a lot of characters.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you know, she's going to be, you know, kids grow. They get going when the cameras stop rolling. So she's going to be 16. I mean, they're going to be able to do a lot with her from a social standpoint. Oh,
0: okay. Okay.
1: Um, And then, yeah, but so they they show the the burning shaman, the burning Buddhist... Yeah. Um, you know, so that's all she needs is just a, another you know whopping slap to the uh, the the self confidence with some kind of image like that, and that is a creepy image. Like I'm looking at creep- it right now, and because of the TV, there's like three of them. Yeah. You know, because it's not completely clear. You know, it's a little little shaky. So there's like three shadow, two shadow images behind the main one uh, of of the burning guy. But um, anyways, it ends with the you know. Don and, and Betty have gone to sleep. They haven't gotten out of their clothes, just kind of collapsed. Uh, he, frees, he frees his arm. You know, Austin needs his arm now. And mm-hmm. um, heads over, checks on Sally, who is clutching the rise and fall of the Roman Empire, which she had read with Grandpa Jean many nights. And, uh, and Don goes to pack up the room. They're going uh, to get rid of the belongings of uh, Grandpa Jean and get the, uh, the little things ready for Baby Jean.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the uh, it's the passing of the genes, John, as they say. <laughs> uh, almost, almost like strangers in the night. You know
1: what I mean? Oh yeah.
0: One going out and one coming in.
1: And they end with the uh, the, the old timey uh, war song, the over yeah. there.
0: Oh, all right. I get. I don't. Okay.
1: You don't know that one?
0: I don't know the significance.
1: I don't either, actually.
0: Over there. Right. Over there.
1: Because I think that was a World War Two song. I I agree. I don't know, John.
0: Once well, again, we've been back. this is the '60s. This is, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess he wouldn't have. Uh, he may have not. World War One, though. I mean, I don't well, know. I Listeners can, can weigh in on this one.
1: Because I mean, if uh, yeah, he would have been super young in the uh, first one, but he wouldn't. Yeah, would have been a little older than you would have thought for the second one.
0: Exactly. He would have been. He put. Potentially a bit too old for the second one.
1: So, um, well, right, no, I cause, don't know. Cause, uh, yeah, because Roger is a uh, World War II vet.
0: Yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah. And he's a bit, yeah, he's kind of in the middle between Don and Gene. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know, man. We'd, we'd
1: be happy to hear your thoughts. Yeah.
0: Mail it in. Because, I mean, what else you got to do? It's not like you're <laughs> watching new episodes. But geez. Uh, John, has that, you know, we're at the end of the show here, right? Uh, I don't know how many episodes we got left. I'm not worried about it. Um, I, I, a lot of times I feel as if my voice is just echoing off the interweb, the intertron and just bouncing right back into my own ears. John, is anyone out there? Is anyone listening? Does oh, anyone yeah. care?
1: I tell you what, have have you seen the Facebook?
0: I don't know what that is.
1: Yeah, but the Facebook, Facebook,
0: Facebook. Yeah, is that some kind of bound object? That oh, we can that, flip see, now you're
1: just making listeners angry.
0: <laughs> that is that is my job.
1: Um, no, it's it's been great. It's been growing by leaps and bounds. We're uh, somewhere near uh, twelve thousand followers. Um, Wait, twelve thousand followers? Yeah. Oh, on Facebook. Nope, sorry, that was Justin Bieber's last post. Uh, we're <laughs> over. Uh, we're well over seven hundred though. Okay. <laughs> oh
0: man. And say I find it amazing that our mother can click subscribe 700 times. <laughs> you think it would eventually just stop letting her do it?
1: No, but we have had a lot of a lot of great interest since our last show, a lot of great posts. Um sure. I love that we have uh, not only did somebody uh post something that is in either French or Italian. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to go with I can't even tell. But then we have uh, then we have uh, a listener named John who has been kind enough to translate that for us. Oh, what is it what what happened? Uh it was an interview with Christina Hendricks uh pontificating on the naturalness of her bosom. The naturalness of her of her uh of her of her rack? Yeah.
0: Okay. That makes sense. That does kind of make sense. Uh <laughs>
1: But uh but yeah, so so we've definitely had some ac- uh so some action there. And we have had the emails.
0: Oh really? Yes. Oh, let's hear about it. Uh, we actually we've had a bunch because it's been a while. It has been a long time, folks. Uh here's the thing. Number one, it's springtime. Uh so we've been out and about. Uh number two, with springtime comes baseball season, and with that goes Dr. John. How's that? Am I right? I watch a lot of baseball. Every time I call you, you're at a baseball game. What am I supposed to do? We can't record. We can't record from the stadium, John.
1: <laughs> That's true. I'm gonna have to get myself one of those uh, luxury suites. We could record from in there. Yeah, you do that. Uh, yeah, I will. Um, no, but we have because if you'll remember, all the way back to our last show, it was my old Kentucky home. Was yes, I one. do. Yeah, I do. Uh, so we got a couple of, of comments on that. We have uh, uh, Stacey writes in, uh, gentlemen. My plan to rewatch all the episodes this year and. Be caught up exactly as season five starts. is gonna ride. Damn you, AMC. But you have also thrown a monkey wrench into the plans. As I listen to the podcast on Monday morning while, I, while pretending to work, I, um, my coworkers wonder why I burst out in laughter. Uh, I'm up to season three, episode three, which you have graciously posted this week. My concern is the next few episodes. Where have you left off? And where, when can I get my next MMRC fix? Thanks for all you do. He is still crushing on Dr. John. And we all are. We all are. Um, So I think now we could be off here, but I think we're down to the last one or two.
0: Well, but geez. Yeah. Here's the thing, folks. Uh, What I did was set up a handy website for you. So you can go there and see where we started and where we left off. Also, just go to iTunes and look at it. Scroll down to the bottom. I have have labeled our episodes uh, so you can tell these things.
1: And... um, but yeah, so I think I think we're gonna be well done um before and but we're gonna be we're gonna try and do some stuff to keep it fun, keep it fresh. We're gonna do the uh, the preview episode at some point uh, you coming
0: mean, up. Oh, you mean the episode the where we predict we we predict what may happen. Yes. So we got what going could do like fifteen of those?
1: Uh no, we'll just we'll we'll maybe do uh one. And then um, <laughs> And then, at some point, we'll announce all the hard work you've put into the new website.
0: Oh, get Get excited about that, folks. When the new website goes live, it's going to be huge.
1: What can people expect?
0: Well, it's going to turn the technology uh, uh, community on its ear, John. Will this be Uh,
1: bigger than the Beatles going to iTunes? Well, no. You were were so disappointed when that happened. They got us beat. Um, All right. So, uh, we got an email from William. So just listen to the most recent recap. Great job, as always. I especially liked this episode as I grew up in Bardstown, Kentucky. Hey, me too. Uh, The subject that... that You two, stop it. (laughs) The subject of the song My Old Kentucky Home is Bardstown. Uh, Apparently, it's also home to the Stephen Foster story, an outdoor musical featuring the music of Stephen Foster, including My Old Kentucky Home, I Dream of Jeannie, and Oh, Susanna. Uh, He has to make some... um, uh, he, he's never been to the Kentucky Derby. William, uh, I recommend it. It's a fun time. If you go to the infield, you'll never see a horse, but have a lot of booze. Uh, hey, can't lose on that. couple of comments. Number one, blackface. Apparently, Roger was paying homage to the minstrel shows. Uh, minstrel shows feature prominently in the Stephen Foster story.
0: Does that uh, make it okay?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Um, oh,
0: no, no, no. It's 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 what the theater used to do, so it's not racist. Okay. <laughs> oh, the theater did it? Well, then fine. I'm sorry. That's great.
1: Uh, Foster accuses the minstrel leader of not playing some songs, not necessarily his, for example, Negro spirituals, that uh, are played more upbeat and fun rather than reverently. Um, number two, <laughs> early, early in the derby party scene, the band played a swing low sweet chariot, Uh, up-tempo version more fun and I wanted to see if you also thought that was a fun version of the song I did All right. Um, (laughs) uh, amazingly they they don't reference Mad Men when uh, pop culture of Swing Low Street Chariot is brought up in the Wikipedia page somebody should change that Wikipedia people get that updated literally anyone can so (laughs) go ahead (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, keep up the great work thank you thank you very much william Appreciate we'll do our it. best uh, we got we got a friend uh, 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 another email from our friend phil all right now, now what am i talking about phil hugh hugh hug. Uh, hugh. what's up buddy uh last time we had uh uh we had requested uh, a picture of him because he has purchased the don draper bomber sunglasses. just like
0: you and i have yes
1: and we got the picture
0: we did yes. hug you look amazing yes those look sharp oh my and so I have decided to rethink the meetup.
1: we will apologize. Uh so somehow it got started that uh, that that Hugh is hanging out in Florida and that's not right. Um I don't oh, no, know no, how no, that no, got no. started. No, he's from and, Florida. And and he admits that he's not from Florida. He he's, is from Florida. He goes, "Here's what I'll admit to. I'm not from France, not from Canada, <laughs> not from Florida." That's what He, he is so. from
0: but he's throwing it. John, He's definitely from Florida. <laughs> Hugh, hug. I'm sorry. Hug is from Florida. Thank you, hug. (laughs) Uh, Don't be ashamed. We all have things we're ashamed of. Uh, Florida's rightly, rightly so. I'm ashamed Um, of it, too. Uh, uh,
1: We got got one from our uh, friend Paul, who is from Florida, Tampa, Florida. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I want to personally thank you for your efforts (laughs) on recaps. I just drove from Florida to Illinois. Long drive, my friend. Oh, my. And listened to many of your podcasts on the trip. I'm so sorry. And I must say, it definitely made the trip much faster. (laughs) And definitely entirely enjoyable. I'll stop it. I have listened to your podcast for uh, more than once and find myself continually laughing at not only your insight, wit, but also the banter between you and John, not to mention Kate. Paul, your Indeeds and Fair enoughs are well placed and Moving Ons are impeccably placed. Do not change. I cannot wait for the next podcast. Well done indeed. Thank you, Paul. Now, Paul, was did you write did, that? Did you write I wrote that? this. I wrote it. No, no, no. Uh uh,
0: uh I, I know Paul cuz we all know each other. Oh, and yeah. uh and uh Paul, you have single-handedly changed my mind about Florida. I love that state. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we got uh, but but you know that's not all. We got we uh oh, a, a a write from our friend um Cheryl. I recently heard there was some controversy over the paternity of baby Jean, so this is um, going back a couple of episodes, that he may have been fathered when Betty had uh, the tryst in the bar. Yes, Barbara Cheryl was under the impression that uh, Betty was already pregnant at the time and had not told Don yet. What are your thoughts? And I will let you know. I've done the legwork. I've studied the footage, and in fact, Betty was already confirmed pregnant before her bar room tryst. Oh, so okay. You know, I mean, well, and, bummer. And, and I guess you know you want to talk about uh, you know the best birth control. Already pregnant. There you go. <laughs> Can't beat that, can you? That's right. Uh, Can't so, double up, right, that's Doctor? That's right. That's right. So thank you for the uh, the question. I hope the answer is uh, is uh, uh, satisfactory. Okay. Um, we got uh, we got a couple more here. Um, our friend Brian writes in Mad Posters. Well, what to do? How many days uh, count down to the next season? Talk about all the cars Don owned or drove. Uh, how many drinks per episode? Betty Monster. The background behind the story, please. They're they're begging for more, Paul.
0: Uh, well, we could do a whole episode on Betty Monster, I guess.
1: Uh, the the this is pretty funny. The beardy weirdy that you hated. I hate uh, that guy. The '60s. The times they were a change in how folk music turned into rock and roll. Consumer products that were around in the '60s that disappeared, a.k.a. fizzies. Uh, talk sure. about the DVD sets, the commentaries, the good ones, the lame ones. The Netflix rewatch, right? Um, oh, John, can
0: can I just tell you who is this guy that wrote this?
1: Oh, uh, this is our friend Brian.
0: Brian, I, l- I like this guy. Brian, yeah. I like you. He's I like a, you he's very in a, much. He's in can I give Texas? Oh, good. Another. Uh, I love ten I love miles that. from the border. I love. Okay, Might I'm I'm, I'm time holding time. you responsible. Here's the thing. Um, everything you mentioned, brilliant. Love it. I want to get started on it. The only problem is every single suggestion requires an intense amount of research and legwork, that of which John and I do not know how to do. Uh, The thing about reviewing Mad Men is that's all done for us, right? They put on a show, we watch it, and then I say stupid things about it. Uh, uh, If we need to come up with ideas that require no work other than us recording the show. So I put that to you, Brian, because I know you can do it.
1: Well, and talking about legwork, he even says here's a true story. You could buy a comic book and a 12-ounce soda in a bottle for a quarter in 1966.
0: Well, am I supposed to do a show
1: about that? Not only that, you get two cents back.
0: No oh, good geez.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Brian. We appreciate that. Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Fisher I think you appreciate it This is our most recent one Lindsay writes in Dearest Mad Men And Mad Woman Of the Mad Men Recap Podcast Just thought I'd take a minute To tell you again And say thank you For having one of the best podcasts Floating around there In Podcast Outer Space You guys You're are welcome. Flipping freaking fantastic Specifically your recap Of season 3 episode 1 I laughed so hard At this podcast That my coworkers Started shifting around In their seats And glancing at me awkwardly Good <laughs> Out of all your podcast episodes so far, this one must be nominated for a special podcast award, if there is such a thing. There is such a thing. I mean, I think that would even uh, dwarf my uh, co-host award. Uh, <laughs> how the hell can uh, can losers like blank-eyed Carson Daly have shows when there is brilliance like this content to 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 contend with? Um, and then she goes on to, to write out the things that we said in season uh, season three, episode one.
0: I appreciate that. Here's the other thing. I also really appreciate the shot of Carson Daly. (laughs) That's like seriously pushing down a little baby. Like, come on. Listen, he went from hosting TRL to being like the latest show on television.
1: Is it it even still a late show or is it more an early morning? No.
0: Well, I mean, yes, technically, John, it's early morning. That is like comparing us to dog food, really. (laughs) You're comparing us to the worst show, the show they have to put on when they know no one's watching.
1: Right. Like 20 years ago, they just would have gone off air and had those vertical bars.
0: Who can we get to speak only to the meth addicts? Carson Daly. Sign him up. Is he he still alive? Uh, Sign him. He's lost a lot of weight. Anyway. uh, This is fantastic.
1: So we go from that wonderful compliment to uh, some notations on some of the funnier things that we said to... Uh, you know holy crap what a great gosh darn recap do you realize how amazing you are you need oh a live after show you uh, that might be a little tough given that it gets done you know kind of late but we do our best to to recap as fast as we can after the show and then we launch into something I just never saw coming okay by the way Don Draper's green flying saucer like pencil sharpener has got to be the coolest thing in Don Draper's oh, office oh yeah I've never even noticed this.
0: I've never noticed this. Well done. Good catch. I
1: would just like to take this time to give it the recognition it deserves that pencil sharpener artfully balances out so much, so many of the Don Draper desk shots that it should have its name in the opening credits. John Hamm, Christina Hendricks, Green Domed Pencil Sharpener, Vincent (laughs) Carthessier. Thank God Allison threw something else at Don and not the pencil sharpener, or I might have cried. I love that little green dome of wonder. <laughs> and Don loves it too. It's more voluptuous than Joan's bosom. Betty is jealous of it. Peggy always seems to come up with new ideas after standing near it. It brought Freddie Rumson a roll of paper towels after his soggy nap. <laughs>
0: Oh, good yeah, That's hilarious. Uh, oh, I just saw it. I just looked at his desk and saw it. Uh, I, 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 think, I think you may be going a little far with some of those statements, but that was hilarious, especially when John reads it. So thank you.
1: I, can't, I wish I could. It gave Roger CPR, and, <laughs> and Don uses, uses it as a magic eight ball of sorts when deciding which woman to sleep with for the night. Three cheers uh, for Don Draper's pencil sharpener. Uh, Thanks so much for putting in all your hard work. I hope you keep doing the recaps, Lindsay. And she includes an artwork of Don's pencil sharpener. So please trust me that this will be posted for listeners to see. Um, uh, really, really quite amusing.
0: That was that was impressive. Thank, Thank you, you so
1: much, uh, Lindsay. Now I will. I'm, I'm going to read uh, just one of these. Uh, we got a couple of these from a listener, JJ. We're going to just do one tonight because uh, they're they're a little bit. Uh, Intensive, but he has the idea of uh, naming your top ten episodes um, of the 2010-2011 season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he starts out his favorite, the suitcase. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Um, loves the episode, uh, and then um, actually he he gives a link to this, so we can put this up. Something called Warming Glow. rocks the the ten best TV episodes of the 2010-11 season, and the number one was the suitcase. Um, I'm thankful the cutoff line for episodes was the beginning of September because otherwise this list wouldn't be complete without the best episode of television season and the best episode of TV's greatest, one of their greatest shows. While the rest of Sterling Cooper Draper Price is off at the alley list and fight, birthday girl Peggy and Don are stuck in the office working on an ad campaign for Samsonite. And that's really about it. It's essentially a bottle episode uh, where 2 coworkers learn intimate details about the other, uh, like uh, Peggy's affair with Duck um, and so forth and so on. And so, I would have to agree. Best episode. Your thoughts?
0: Me? Yeah. Yeah, it's great.
1: All right. Uh, I'm
0: sorry. I I, I was I, I while while you were reading that, I was moving on um, to the next thing I'd like to talk about. And that is, are you done with the emails? That's it. Thank you, John. everybody. Those are great. No, oh, br- brilliant people. This was this was this was a, this was a great. But uh, and, and please email us. We love. We obviously love it. You guys are hilarious. You send us great art. Uh, you're always very supportive, which I need because my self-esteem, John. Yeah. It's like a it's like a millimeter thick. It's a millimeter thick. It's all I got. I got yeah, a millimeter. I got a thin millimeter. Thin of slice, self-esteem. I wake up crying. I go to sleep crying. I cry before the show. I cry after the show. <laughs> I need your help uh, uh, and uh, and 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 your emails help and you can uh, please e- email us all the time. It's staff at madmanrecap.com. And uh and it's and that's free people. That's free to do. We don't even charge for that. Um, but John, yep. There are some there's sometimes, yeah. people feel the need right to be negative.
1: Oh, in, in you know you know John. Or towards uh, us. D- d- d-
0: it, well, you know what I was just going to say there's already enough negativity in this world, right yeah, bad things. I mean, I mean, sure, we got osama okay great that was that was that was great but uh but there's also a lot of other negativity right yeah, and uh when it comes to this show, I prefer to keep it on the up and up, but John, some people don't
1: now who who has been negative for I just read you with those fantastic emails
0: I know they were mind blowing um some, some people choose not to, uh, and, and they choose not to do it on our iTunes page. No. Okay, John? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Uh, and I don't want to name names, um, but the screen name is Rio D. Grand. Okay. And on May 11th, <coughs> Rio D. Grand, Rio D. Grand um, chose to write this. Uh, the title is Stop Shrieking, One Star.
1: No, one star,
0: John, please. You're shrieking at me. Uh, He writes or she writes or. Well, obviously, this person's godless, so it probably doesn't even have a gender. The show is good and I love the discussion. And then just imagine a fart sound. (laughs) However, you guys need to stop switching between mumbling and loud shrieking every two minutes. For my eardrum shake sake. Now, I imagine this person kind of mumbling this through a uh, through a a menagerie of uh, Twinkies and Moon Pies. Uh, uh, And and I'm uh, I'm 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 guessing uh, having a horrible time typing it uh, through all the chocolate stains on the keyboard. Um, But Rio de Grant. Where
1: did that imagery come from?
0: Oh, I don't know. I (laughs) don't know. Rio DeGrand, uh, if you could just send me um, the things that you uh, put out for free for people to enjoy, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe I could give it some judgment. And, uh, and I'll be happy to send it back to you. Um, mine will be full of profanity and probably crude drawings, uh, but I'd love to hear it. Um, and uh, at this point, I was going to ask all our listeners, except for Rio de Grande, to just remove your headphones for a minute while I scream and shriek <laughs> as loud as I can. Um, but, but, uh, uh, but I will, I will, I will not do that.
1: Now, to, um, to be fair, we've had some good reviews on the iTunes since uh, the last show as well.
0: We have, we have. I don't, I don't want to just, uh, I, I don't want to just uh, focus on the negative, John. Um, we have we have a great review, five stars, simply the best by dashing Nate. For whatever reason, I was literally I, I was initially re- reluctant uh, to hop on board the Madman bandwagon, but when I finally watched, I was instantly hooked. I stumbled upon this podcast and have found it as addictive as the show itself. Paul and John provide insightful commentary, a keen eye, and witty banter. This particular podcast is essential for any fan of the groundbreaking program. Thank you very much. See, we we this is we great. we need. I'm feeling better, John. There you I'm go. feeling. am I'm, I'm still feeling shrieky. No, okay? no, no. We can we can okay. we can continue to help <laughs> with the good.
1: Uh, just uh, just the day before that one, we got uh, uh, Gren Grens uh, gave gave five stars. These guys got it going. Great recaps, snark, jokes, more. Well, worth a listen for the Mad Men fans. Loading up on the previous episodes now.
0: Whoa! Right now. Well, that's good. I'm going to mark both of those as helpful. <laughs> <laughs> both of those as helpful, and I'm going to choose to uh, 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 a Rio de Grande as, as not helpful. Not
1: helpful. And if list, anybody, if anybody list. would like to come on and, and you know go ahead and push that uh, that that Rio de Grande a little farther down the list. Um, with some more recent iTunes reviews that'd be great we loved it with these are great the emails are fantastic the Facebook posts stimulating stunning you guys John, are the best, They're the best.
0: I, I think we've 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 waxed too long have we
1: indeed it's an hour and a half oh well come on now everybody's in a little bit of withdrawal I mean the the show should just think about that this show should be kicking off in less than two months
0: Oh what? Oh no, it should be. Yeah, and yeah it's not. It should be. And uh, it's not. Uh, and your, shrie- your, your shrieking is kind of sounding like complaining.
1: Yeah, some wine.
0: Oh, it's hard for me to listen to.
1: Well, good thing <laughs> we've come to the end.
0: That's true for my ears, for my eardrum's sake. Emoticon. <laughs> 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 Who uses emoticons? Literally. All right. I let's... wonder how dark this guy's basement is, where he's typing this out. <laughs> ending on a positive. I'm sorry. You Couldn't you just send us that in an email instead of giving us a one star? Who does that? You know, I'm... Listen, I don't want to be... I don't, I don't want to be dramatic here, John. Too late. Uh, but uh, I, I'm guessing this is the kind of guy who <laughs> pees on the toilet seat as well. You know what I mean? Uh. That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah you're right this is this is this is going this has nothing to do with the mad men uh listen everybody we're going to try to get another show out uh probably in a couple months because we've you know not got much left to do um but we we enjoy that you listen and uh we're going to we're going to keep this going until they put it back on the air uh uh, john uh, i've enjoyed your company i've enjoyed your candor i've enjoyed your soothing dulcet tones and i look forward to talking to you again very soon bye everybody see you